Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. It's only a kick, a jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Live from New York, it's the show with several props in today's show. Several. It's upset. It's not upset. Over. Oh my God! I got excited. So excited! I got excited. Your own silly segment. The audience is so upset. Like right now, no. Today's show, Mahomes getting better by the day, and now getting advice from Tom Brady. Is Sunday's game the next step for him becoming the goat? Meanwhile, Mike McCarthy aligns himself with Tom Landry. The quote that locks in the Cowboys coach for years to come. And finally, Nick Sirianni compares Jalen Hurts to Jordan and. Kobe Bryant. <laughs> I'm Kevin Wilds alongside Chris Broussard. Nick, yeah. are you tiring of Nick Sirianni yet? Oh, I. you know what? I'll be honest. I got there at the end of the first quarter of the Giants game. We'll show you why. But Ooh. Nick Sirianni, Kansas City guy, but pump the brakes. Wow. Pump, pump you, the brakes. I'm shocked that you're talking about the KC guy. Okay. I was going to say. LeBron's the next comparison, no doubt. <laughs> Huge show today. We start with Mahomes. He's moved outdoors. What's that line? Now, Wasn't he outdoors yesterday? No, he was indoors. indoors. He was doing oh, little man. spins. I'm guessing he's mobile here. We are trying to judge. Looks great. Yes, he looks, looks spry great. from this short video. <laughs> spry. Andy right. Reid said, he, quote, he's moving around good. Yesterday, Mahomes talked about his expectations. Take a listen. Obviously, I feel like I can still do a lot of things, um, but uh, it's gonna. We'll, we'll see as we get closer and closer, and we'll see during the game. I mean, um, you can't you can't fully do exactly what you're going to be in those moments in the game. But uh, all I can do is prepare myself the best way possible, and then when we get in the game, you hope adrenaline kind of takes over and you can make those throws when you need to. Does not seem worried at all. Mm. Are you mm. expecting that? A- makes two of us. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Go are ahead. You, are you expecting an MVP <laughs> caliber performance? From Patrick on Sunday. From Patrick, also known as the greatest playoff quarterback ever. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I'm expecting. And I see Bruce okay. squinting his eyes, but no, he wants I'm, to believe. I'm and, and I can just let's just get right to the proof of what mm-hmm. I just said. The greatest playoff quarterback ever, because he quite simply is. And we can show you the numbers. He's first all-time in rating, first all-time in completion percentage, first all-time in touchdowns a game, first all-time in yards per game, second all-time in double-digit comebacks, but the only person to have a winning record in the postseason in games he trailed by 10-plus points. So I will tell you, he will find a way. The greatest of all time in the history of their respective sports find a way. And do I expect it to be a lot of him running outside of the pocket and throwing across his body? I don't. But do I expect Patrick Mahomes to be able to do, and this is the part that I think the audience doesn't quite understand, to do what he has always done against this team, except for in one half of football. 
So this is the other piece of evidence I want to show you guys, which is, oh, the Bengals defense has Mahomes' number. No, they do not. We can show you those numbers right now. Second half of last year's AFC Championship game, he's short-circuited. In the other 10 quarters he's played against them, he's been untouchable. Now, the Chiefs' defense hasn't stepped up. Andy Reid's made some mistakes. But the idea that, oh, this is the matchup he didn't want, Brew, I guarantee you this is the matchup Mahomes was hoping for all year. Not just because he can do damage against them, but because it allows him to avenge his only true professional failure and his only true professional embarrassment. So when I hand you the ball right now, I would also like to hand you one of these. Your teams have been long eliminated. The Buffalo Bills, the Green Bay Packers, they've been long eliminated. (laughs) Did you have to bring up the Packers? I I had to. You brought up the poor Cardinals on my guy Wilds yesterday. (laughs) Um, It's an olive branch. Come over to Chiefs Kingdom with me but, for a but, weekend. No, but you're hold welcome on. to. Come hold on, Brew. It's nice. We're talking about Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I, I, I'm the first guy out. There. Everybody knows. I christened him Jordan-esque. I said he was the best we've ever seen. What do I need an olive branch well, now for? Now everybody's Jordan-esque. Jalen Hurts is Jordan-esque. Well, that, that, that's everybody's Jordan-esque. When I say it, it it's it's uh, golden. But okay, here's the problem, uh-huh. Nick. Look, MVP like. Yeah. No, I don't expect. I expect them to play fine. I expect mm-hmm. them to play well. But why would I expect an MVP-like performance when in three games against Lou Anarumo, the D.C. for the Bengals, all losses, he has not been MVP-like? But I just showed you the numbers. Yes, he has. First of all, I don't know that those numbers are MVP-like, but let me, let me go over well, my numbers. Ratings all right? Good. This year, and this is when he's healthy, yeah. all right? Now, no bum ankle. This year he threw for 223 yards and one touchdown. Very pedestrian for the greatest we've ever seen. That was the second fewest amount of yards he threw for in a regular season game all year. Last year in the playoffs, he had two interceptions and the second half meltdown. Last year in the regular season, not bad, 259 yards, two Mm -hmm. touchdowns. Okay, MVP-like for Patrick Mahomes. No. So because I haven't seen him do it when he's healthy against a Bengals team that I think now is the best we've seen. I think they're better than they were last year. They're coming off arguably their most impressive game of the season. I would say it was. I I think it'll be good. I think it'll be fine. I don't think we'll be focused on the ankle as much, although he won't be moving around as much. But MVP, like, no. I'm, I mean, that's dynamic. You're talking about 300-plus yards and three or four TDs. I'm talking about what – I mean, TDs. he was the MVP of the league this year. I'm talking about that he will play this game he like hasn't he has done that against year. the Bengals, though. But, again, I think the, I think the overall numbers – are a little misleading because what the Bengals have done a brilliant job of is long possessions. That's what it, they it do. Is limiting right. possessions, so he's not going to have 350 yards as often because he's not going to have as many bites at the apple. Mm-hmm. But in that first game, the Chiefs moved the ball. Or, I'm sorry, the game this year, well, I should were, say, yeah. moved the ball at will. And then in the fourth quarter, they had the ball twice. One time, Travis Kelsey, the greatest tight end ever, fumbled the ball. And the second time, they missed a field goal. It's not as if the Bengals' defense shut him down. Go ahead. Can I ask you about Travis Kelsey? Because I might take you up on that olive branch. I didn't offer it to you. Why? Why did I get it? No, you've been too anti-Chiefs and dynasty to talk all year. You have. No, I would offer it to Brew because Brew is minted in Sports Illustrated, is calling him the greatest quarterback ever. You, on the other hand, have thrown a lot of arrows at the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. But you can ask me about Kelsey, but the olive branch was not offered to you intentionally. Dusty, can we 
Ooh, see if we can get another olive branch. I'll offer it to myself. <laughs> uh, Travis Kelsey. Uh, you know what I think, uh, how they should try to stop him. Yeah. Double team him so he doesn't score all those yeah. touchdowns like every other team refuses to do. But the Bengals nice limit number. Travis Kelsey. Wow. 59 yards versus 79 yards for everybody else. Mm-hmm. Do you think that they will be successful this year? Or does Andy Reid have another trick up his sleeve? Well, listen, what I think that Andy Re- everyone's talked all week about the fact that Lou Anarumo and the Bengals defense now gets to game plan for Mahomes all week knowing he's limited athletically. Mm-hmm. But so does Andy Reid. And Andy Reid has a better idea of how limited he is or isn't than the Bengals do. And I, this is, I'm going to you know, call back to when nobody cared about the Chiefs, PM, pre-Mahomes, when Alex Smith was there and this team was still somehow winning the AFC West every year. It was all screen game stuff. It was quick out of their hands. Alex Smith wouldn't throw the ball down the field. So I think what you're going to see is vintage Andy Reid game plan where it is a lot of screen game to catch the Bengals defense off guard, a lot of draw plays like we see with our friend Brian Westbrook to get the, get the pass rush or keep oh, the pass God. rush minimized. And so I don't know if Kelsey's going to have a monster game. I know Kelsey's going to hurt him in the red zone, though. He's been the best red zone threat in the league since Gronk retired. So, yeah, I think I'm, I'm confident. With that. Screen game with, with uh, the Chiefs. It's vintage Andy Reid, but yeah. when Matt Patricia does it. Well, it's oh. <laughs> uh, Chiefs defensive coordinator Steve Spagnuolo delivered some creative compliments to Joe Burrow's field vision. Take a look. When you watch him, he just is. Re- the word I come up is nifty. Um, he never panics in the pocket. It feels like he's got like six eyeballs around his head. Right? No, seriously. Um, you know, he. We watched him. Uh, last night, Joe and I were watching him, and there's a rusher coming in. Looks like he's going to get him, and and Joe didn't do very much, but he made a move. Never lost balance. Took a couple of steps, threw the ball downfield. Um, yeah, he's elite. Wow, bulletin board material there from the defensive <laughs> coordinator, uh, Brew. What's on him up a little? Frank Clark. Frank Clark called Burrow the best quarterback in the league. Really? Yeah, and they, it, Chris Chris Jones called it Burrowhead. The Chiefs are leaning into anti-bulletin board material. Like or whatever for it. But go ahead. Uh, what's on the line for Burrow? Well, look, everybody's going to talk about, oh, if he beats Mahomes a fourth straight time, he'll be the best quarterback. Okay, we, we're not going to say that. Some people may. Wilde's already saying it. That's why you couldn't get the say olive that. branch. That's why you said that. That's why you couldn't get the olive branch. I, 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 I was here earlier think this that, week. Though. I yeah, think you you're think like, that. oh, three wins, not enough. I heard you say this. Here's what I'm going to say. As great as Burrow is – He's elite, yes. He's not yet a made man. Okay, this you don't know when this opportunity is coming again. I get it. The window's always mm-hmm. open. The window's been always open for Aaron Rodgers too, right? And do you think in 2011, think about how long ago that was, more than a decade, that he thought when he won his first Super Bowl, this will be my last chance here. Do you, I mean, Dan Marino, when he went in his second year to the Super Bowl, do you think he thought – if I play 15 more years, of course not. I'm, I'm never getting back to another. Like, you don't know, especially in Cincinnati, Nick. Of course. Where let's see if the Browns decide to, Mike Brown, the owner, decide to spend money. Correct. Okay, to keep this team together. We're already talking about they're going to lose T. Higgins. I'm, I, look, he's great. I do expect him to be in the hunt for a decade to come. However, when you get this shot and you get this close, especially when we look at how many quarterbacks are in the AFC, you better seize the moment. Especially when, like you said, they haven't had to pay people yet. Right. But I'm going to look at it from the other side. If he wins, then he's en route to a truly legendary career. Undeniably. 
two healthy seasons, two trips to the Super Bowl, and maybe a Super Bowl victory. If he wins, he will already have been to more Super Bowls than Drew Brees, than Aaron Rodgers. He will have been to the same number of Super Bowls. I don't Bo- care. What? You don't care? I don't care about going to the Super Bowl and losing. Uh, well, I think it's all part of the story. I think it, it, it was, how many Super Bowls has Tom Brady been to? Do you know? It's 10. <laughs> the, 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 that's part of the story. We don't just say yeah, he's won he seven rings. Yeah, if he went 0-10, if you're Jim Kelly. Well, but by the way, but Jim Kelly does have a far more impressive career because he went to four Super Bowls. Who has the more impressive as far as winning-wise career, Jim Kelly or Dan Marino? Jim well, Kelly. Well, I, I do think the, people, though, would say Dan Marino the, had a better, better Well, Right, but, so, but there's John so, Elway's story is not just that he won two. It's that he went to five. And the, the winning, and so going to those, once you get, I three. agree with you, if you go over your career, then it doesn't matter quite as much as in the Kelly situation. But if Joe Bur- by the way, Joe Burrow, if they go, they could win. But, but you they, know they, where they it matters when you're nitpicking, when of you're course. deciding between two greats that are pretty close. Like if you went to and six Super Bowls and won every one. Okay, see, this is why. It's all, this <laughs> well, is this just is LeBron talk. No, I mean, oh, that, this is definitely about no, see, conference championships and yeah. just medals. getting to the finals. Absolutely. I mean, that's where it comes from. No, but but I, some Back of it's Cincinnati. true. There's some truth there, Nick. There is. May I when finish my point? Or do yeah, you guys we not have a Michael Jordan powwow anymore? I don't know. I, I understand just, that we're not allowed to evaluate any sports by any metric other than what, if, if we were to switch it to basketball, what paints Jordan in the best light? But I personally think making a Super Bowl is hard and impressive. And if he wins this one, he will have been doing the same amount as Brett Favre, the same amount as Russell Wilson, the same amount as Patrick. Now, if you, if, but just by getting there this week, and then we'll see if they win it. Here's the other thing, and you mentioned it, Brew. If they get there and if they win it, I think they keep T. Higgins. So there's always little butterfly effects, right? So the Bengals this offseason are going to have to make a choice, Wilds, because they're going to pay Burrow and they're going to pay Chase. And Higgins only has one year left on his deal. Most teams would say, okay, we can't pay him as well. We don't want to just let him walk in free agency, Mm -hmm. so let's trade him now. If you win the Super Bowl, you might say, you know what, even if we're going to lose him for nothing in a year, in. let's keep we, – we're not going to pay him. We're just going to you know, keep him on the team. It's like if the Chiefs had won the Super Bowl last year, I don't think they'd trade Tyreek. Yeah. Even the if they know did. they're not going to extend him long term. So I think for Burrow there's a lot of there, – there would be a lot that goes along with winning this game that helps keep them better for next season in, in a, uh, along with the legacy yeah. stuff. Remember Bruce Arians was like, let's bring everybody back. Exactly right. Like – all 22. Uh, then they were drinking tequila too much, yeah. probably. Hey, uh, this is the video from Joe Burrow's dad. Joe Burrow watching uh, a Barnstormer game with his mom. Mm-hmm. Won't be wearing that helmet on Sunday. It wouldn't fit. And it'd probably be. <laughs> well, I don't think it's up to standard safety standards either. Uh, Nick, uh-huh. question here is Mahomes the only QB you'd take over Burrow? Full size, not child. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Wilds, they called me a troll. Okay. They called me a hater. They called me a hot take artist. Well, that's a little And you know what they should have been calling me all year? Here we go. Mr. Consistency. Because all year long, I told you he's the second best quarterback in the league. And now, you know what everybody's coming around to? Joe Burrow, second best quarterback in the league. Of course there's no quarterback other than Mahomes I would rather have over Burrow. And I have been waiting since 10.15 this morning when I saw this in our Google Doc. I've been waiting five hours now to hear what Chris Broussard's going to say to this. 
you think you know me. You think you know what I'm going to say. I'm going to say this. There's a, and I said it before. What's written in stone, Nick, when it comes to quarterbacks? Patrick Mahomes is the best. Yes. The rest, two through no, five. No, but I want your opinion. It's like the NBA. I, I made want my chops. Your take. I, I, I got my chops covering the NBA. It's 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 fluid. Yeah. I've seen too much to know that year to year it kind of is fluid. If Jalen hurts, which he has a really good chance, if he wins this Super Bowl, Nick. But the, why can't Jalen Hurts be in that? Why wouldn't I take Jalen Hurts? No, but right now this moment. If, if Josh Allen. Josh I'm, Allen. I'm not out on Josh. You know what? Josh Allen's people, not going to win this people Super Bowl. Are, people, I know. I can Josh, tell you that much. People are uh, dumping on Josh Allen uh-huh. and, all oh, he's this, he's that. Uh, he's he's a wild child. He doesn't know how to wild play the child. position. I don't think I, I'm sticking <laughs> with Josh. Not as, not as better than Mahomes, but I'm just saying. Josh Burrow, Jalen Hurts. It's fluid. No, but it's right fluid. okay. I would take Mahomes. The rest of them, right I'd take now, any of those right three. Right now, we're happiness. doing a quarterback if, draft. If I could choose, okay, I the first let me pick. let me put it this way. Mahomes, let me you're put on it this the way. clock. If I'm other than Patrick Mahomes, yeah. If I had to say which quarterback I like in his position right now, uh-huh. I would. Who would I want to be? Jalen Hurts. That's oh. not the question. Jaylen the question Hurts. is this. Hold on, Wilds. We cannot move on. I'm getting we, we give Jordan, these opinions Kobe, for a LeBron living. Soon. We have to. We, at times, we must be uh, bolted down. There's a. Uh, you are he running a team. Like the cogent analysis. I am running a team. Analysis. I have the first draft. I have drafted Patrick Mahomes. You are on the clock. What name are you submitting? It's fluid. Micah Parsons. <laughs> I mean, I like defense. Defense wins championships. Give me Michael Parsons. What a coward. You argue with the Houston? Am I not right? You're not right. Give me Michael Parsons. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So, to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash FTF. NetSuite.com slash FTF. NetSuite.com slash FTF. Welcome back to a massive Friday show. San Francisco tight end George Kittle, one game away from the Super Bowl. Here he is yesterday. Yeah, I mean... That's what you dreamt, you dreamt about since you were a kid. Do you dream about it when you're in high school, college? You dream about it when you're in the NFL. You know, you dream about situations like this, and uh, whether it's a hunger, a starvation, a desperation, uh, you do everything you can to make sure at the end of the game that you're going to win. You're going to win it. Guess who's here? Super Bowl champion. <laughs> Good to see you, brother. Coach Brady. Yes. Yes. Great to have you back. We'll start with Nick. Sure. Nick, how can San Francisco upset the Eagles on Sunday? 
Well, I believe the Niners have an advantage at every spot except quarterback. I think that they have the better – and by the way, I think both these teams have great O-lines. I think the Niners is better. I think both these teams have – you know what? Actually, that one I take back. I think both – I think the, I think the Niners D-line against the – I said it wrong. The Niners D-line against the Eagles O-line, I give the advantage to but the Niners. But you think Philly has the I, best O-line? Absolutely. And so, but I think the Niners can take advantage of every matchup. The one where the Eagles have an obvious decided edge is quarterback. So the question is, can Brock Purdy avoid what I would call his Case Keenum moment? that I was there for. Case Keenum was a backup quarterback, came in for the Vikings, went 11-3, didn't go undefeated, but also started more games, then won a playoff game on the Minneapolis Miracle, and then I went to that game. Dusty was there, our old co-host Chris Carter was there. We were in the Vikings booth. It was very weird because Dusty's an Eagles fan. He was pounding on the glass. <laughs> rooting for the Vikings. The dude who owns the – rooting for the Eagles. The dude who owns the Vikings. But I was like a little awkward. Um, and the, the Vikings jumped out to a 7-0 lead, Coach. And then it was a 38-point avalanche. The link was as loud as any stadium I've ever heard outside of Arrowhead. And this is what Case did. He was off. I think the Niners don't need Brock Purdy to be great, but they need him to not turn into a pumpkin in his first road playoff game with the Super Bowl on the line in a hostile environment. And that's a tall order, flatly. I think that if he can just be adequate, the Niners' skill guys can win them the game. But you got to ask him to not turn into Case Keenum that day, and that's a, lot, that's a big ask against this defense in that stadium. It's interesting that you brought up Case Keenum. I thought you would have said his Jimmy Garoppolo moment because that's really the reason they went after Trey Lance, right? Is their frustration in the playoffs with uh, you know what? With Coach, the way he the missed an opportunity. Yeah, I, he's kicking I, I, himself. I, I, I'm, I'm kind of shocked that, that he. You know what? He Can we rewrap it? Right. <laughs> but but to, that's that's a good point. And and to me, there's three things that that they really need to do. And I'd say the the first thing is if if Philly's going to run these quarterback-driven runs then what San Francisco has to do is they've got to take care of the quarterback first. That, that's, the, that's the first thing that, that you've got to focus on because if they're going to put him in harm's way, you've got to take advantage of, of some of those things. That's why you pay left tackle so much money is to protect the quarterback. And now you're talking about a quarterback who's been injured. Go ahead, let him hand the ball off to the running back. But any opportunity that you get to hit the quarterback, it's a little bit like body blows in boxing. It, it adds up and it can affect him as the game goes on. The second thing is they need to dial up a little bit more pressure. And, and they're about 21%, 22% pressure, which puts them in the lower third of the league. It's not that they don't get pressure with their front four. They do, but they haven't really gotten much in the playoffs. They have four sacks over two games. Bosa has nothing. And the pressure can do two things. One, it'll, it'll affect Hurts, who hasn't been as good against pressure. The second thing is it can open up some things for those defensive linemen so you don't get the one-on-one matchups. And then the last thing is is take the pressure off Purdy. Like you said, you don't want him to turn into Pumpkin, and you got to take it off literally, and that's through the running game, quick passes, max protection, stuff like that. And then it's it's figuratively, too, you don't want him to have to go win the game you, you, it, because he's gotten away with a lot of things from the football gods. Yep. I mean, last game, remember yeah, yeah. the throws the yep, pick that, yep, that does yep, not a pick? Yep. That's happened a lot. He hasn't had a turnover. And you're right, if he turns into a pumpkin this game, that's an issue. Well, look, speaking about Purdy, I don't think the pressure of the moment will get to him. I mean, he's had he had to face Tom Brady. He had to play Miami when, you know, uh, yep. Garoppolo got hurt. He's been good in the playoffs. 
But the pressure, the Eagles could get to him. I mean, the Eagles, I know San Francisco's got a good offensive line, but the Eagles, we know, have more sacks than any other team in the league by, by 15. Yeah. Right? So if they get pressure on Purdy, he hasn't been as good against pressure. He hasn't been horrible against pressure, but he hasn't been as good against pressure like most quarterbacks. So I think they got to keep him from pressuring Purdy. And then on the other side, they got to stop the run. They've been great against the run all year. Okay, now I know it's easier said than done, but look at this. When they've given up 100 yards or more four times, and they lost three of those games. And they gave up 99 to Chicago, and that was their another loss. So it, when they don't give up 100 yards rushing, you see they're almost undefeated. So obviously Philadelphia is a great run team. So to me, with, whose strength is not going to be a strength in this game? But they got to stop the run and then keep the pressure off Purdy. Can I ask you a question about sure. Brock Purdy? Because you know Upset Alert, right? The hottest segment in all sports television. So hot. <laughs> I kept picking against the 49ers, and I was wrong, and I was wrong, and I was wrong. And I've been waiting for this Brock Purdy pumpkin moment. Yeah. But you were around Tom Brady, young Tom Brady, at what, and at some point, you realize that Tom Brady was special and it wasn't just scheme. Have you seen any of that with Brock Purdy? Like, man, it's not just all Kyle Shannon. This kid is actually special. Yeah, I see it in the, in the way that he's handled the moment. I see it in the way that his teammates talk about him. Uh, I, I see it in, in his, his overall poise and approach. All those things are, are you see it everywhere except for when you turn on the game film no, and you well, watch him play. I've said this before. In that first Super Bowl Brady run, Brady. three offensive touchdowns yeah. throughout the playoffs, and one was by Drew Bledsoe. So, so, but but there were traits that we saw in Tom, and not being with Brock Purdy every day, you may not, you know, I don't have as much awareness of it. But there's definitely things that you see that you're like, okay, they, they maybe they hit the football lottery. Okay, there you go. Uh, Nick Sirianni, oh, back with his NBA comparisons. Now, earlier this week, he compared Jalen to Jordan. He's back at it again, and he upped the stakes a little bit, saying, quote, this guy, Jalen Hurts, is obsessed with getting better. That was the common denominator of Kobe and Michael Jordan. How do I get better? He's obsessed with it. He's special. Now you're, you're tiring of I'm Sirianni. I'm not of Jalen. I listen. Jalen, give him his flowers. I can. I, you know, I, I might be a skeptic of what he's going to do in this game, but I'm happy for Jalen's success. Enough of Sirianni. <laughs> Enough. So, Coach, you'll you'll like this. Sirianni got his start in the NFL. I don't. You might know this. You might not. But through a mutual friend of ours, because he went to the same YMCA as Todd Haley. And he befriended Todd. And when Todd got the head coaching job in Kansas City, he brought him on as quality control. And Todd, as much as I like the former Chiefs coach and a guy you worked with, Todd was a different type of cat as far as how he carried himself. And Sirianni's been doing the same stuff, and it's irritating. The, the, when, when they beat the Eagles, and he's MFing the fans, saying, that was for Frank Wright. Like, calm down. The Colts. The, or, I'm sorry, when he beat the Colts. It's like, yeah. calm down. And then this thing right here. During a playoff game against the Giants. <laughs> what are you doing? Like looking a, for what? the camera. Looking for the camera to be like, oh yeah, we're like that around here. <laughs> enough. It's enough. So and now he's like Jalen Hurts. Is he Gandhi? Is he is Jesus? Is he Jordan? Who knows? It's enough. I just had enough of him, coach. That's all. I just I, I've just had enough. Look, it, the happiest person should be Jalen Hurts' agent. 
Oh, because yeah. If you're going oh, to compare them to, to those right, two players, right. then pay me like those yeah. two great players. Point. If you're saying that I'm potentially one of the greatest of all time and making those comparisons, fantastic. Let's have a contract that rep- that represents that. I think it's I think it can be really unfair to players when you put that type of oh. comparative pressure on them and 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 they don't live up to those unrealistic expectations. There's only a few guys like that. For a reason, and now you put those unrealistic expectations on a young guy, it it's hard. It makes it hard for him. No, that that's definitely true. I look, I don't hate this comparison as much as the last Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> right. So many. He's doing oh, it like every week. You know, he, as, right, but yeah. this one. Somehow I mean, I see he what he's. Yeah, I mean, we know obviously Kobe and Mike were known for their work ethic, and Jalen. When you look at the improvement, I mean, what he did in the off season. It's spectacular. Yeah, we didn't think the guy could throw. And now he's a a good passer. Mm -hmm. He improved in completion percentage, touchdowns, interceptions, yards per game, passer rating, yards per attempt, like everything everything across the board. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And so I I get that comparison. But, Nick, I'm not as down on him as you. I I hear you. The mean mugging, I mean, we can do without that. But, hey, Dable's rapping with his team after a win. Mike McCarthy's dancing for the team. I mean, I think coaches do this And it also, like, it also, do you remember the press conference when Jalen was hurt? And they're like, you know, what's the recovery like? And he's like, let me tell you this much. Reporter from the Philadelphia Inquirer, Jalen Hurts would kick your ass in ping pong. He'd whoop you in dodgeball, and he, he went through a whole list of sports that Jalen Hurts better than these guys. And it's like, yes, we know he's the franchise quarterback. Like it. just Coach, a is some, do you think some of this is like brown nosing with Jalen, like trying to? Look, I, I'm all for it. If this is who he is and that's truly his personality, I, I'm all for it. Then be who you are, and and it'll resonate. If it's if it's something that he isn't. You know, in behind closed doors, then I think the guys are going to be like, uh, what's this about? All right, game away from the Super Bowl. You know, we made fun of him. What? We, we made fun of him. We got hired. Well, maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's this is his get back on everyone because we made fun of that terrible press conference. Yeah, like, I, I think there's something. We're in wonderful next. Yeah. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. AFC Championship Chiefs back to being favorites after a little roller coaster in Vegas. Coach? You were grinding the All-22 because Josh and I were grinding the All-22. Were you? And then you knocked on the door. You said, hey, can I grind some tape? I said, sure. We were, it's 3 in the morning. We we're still here, so let's see what you got here. Much more likely <laughs> Chiefs blot or a Bengals win. Well, to me, it's, it's going to be a Bengals win. It's more likely than a, than a Chiefs blot. I'm, I'm sad for you, Wisdom. Nick. But um, I think that, that Cincinnati has realized that Travis Kelsey is probably a pretty big threat. Thank you. Unlike <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, Jacksonville seemed to have a problem realizing that the best player on the field was Travis Kelsey at that point, and what was it, 14? 14 catches. And, and look, looking back at, at the AFC Championship last year, they didn't totally have that figured out. He had 10 catches for 96, but when they played 
this year he had four catches for and no touchdowns. I think it was like 54 yards. So so let's take a look at Travis Kelsey because it's it's going to be a little bit about the way they handle him and and the great things that he can do, but also about Mahomes. So this, this is the, his first touchdown. It's third and two in the red zone. They're going to run crossing routes. Cincinnati anticipating the crossing routes. They've got a lot of people in zone coverage, clogging up the middle, passing those off. They're setting the pocket on Mahomes. And then right here, you can see Kelsey is bracketed by three guys. There's really, there's really no space for him to go. But this, this is the issue. Look at the play that Mahomes is able to make here. Right. Kelsey realizes it starts to roll out. The Bengals are going to come up in coverage. But watch Kelsey put a little dead leg on this corner. Ooh, got you. Now he frees up that space. And they're able to make this type of play. But but the reason that it's an issue is, A, they're going to pay attention to Kelsey, like they did the, the first game of the season, and, and, and make sure that he's handled. And B, it's Mahomes' ability in the pocket to do all the things that he did that are such a huge question mark. It's, it's hard to believe that we're going to get anywhere close to what we're going to see on this play with, with his type of movement. It, it's just it's just not realistic. Yeah, I'm with Coach. Uh, that That's a great film, Coach, and you showed that. Um, that's one factor. I mean, look, we saw Mahomes <clears throat> running on tape, right? And he, he, we're, make, we're looking at the practice videos, and he's running straight, and it looks good. Oh, wow. But all the cutting, look like all, that. Right, all the jerky, herky-jerky stuff he does to get out of the pocket and free himself up, that's the question. Can he do that? So I think it's going to be a close game. I think with whichever team wins, I think it's close. Cincinnati, they got blown out once this year by the, uh, the Browns, but they don't generally get blown out. And, Nick, you mentioned it earlier. They, they time of possession. They're second in the league yeah. in time of possession. So they have long drives. They obviously can have a running game. The running game is looking better than ever lately. And so I just think they're not. it's not going to be the type of game where the Chiefs – I mean, they're going to score. But I don't think they're going to run up a ton of points and then the Bengals can't score. I see a close game either way. Yeah, I don't. So here's the thing. the Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs blows people out. So he has nine playoff wins. But two of those games, he was en route to blowing the opponent out and then got hurt and had to leave the game. Mm-hmm. The other seven wins, six, they have been by 18-20, 11-11, 14-21, and the Buffalo Overtime Classic. That's the list. So when the Chiefs win playoff games, if Patrick Mahomes plays the whole thing, they typically blow people out or the other team keeps it close enough to convince the NFL when, to change when the he's rules because right? it's unfair. When he's removed from the game, not just when he's hurt. We've seen him banged up before, but as far as I'm talking about the Browns game, he not left he for the last two quarters. Uh-huh. The Jags game, he missed a half a quarter and then was far more, I believe, compromised than he's going to be this week. But take that part out of it. Let's talk about the other side of this game which everyone has forgotten about because there is still a long tale of how wildly overrated the Bills were, which is the Bengals dealing with the Bills' pass rush, making everyone feel like, oh, the Bengals' offensive line issues are fixed. They are not. And Chris Jones has been the most dominant interior defensive lineman in the league this year. And this is a Bengals team that in their six playoff games since Burrow's been there has scored as many offensive touchdowns as Coach has, zero. That, that in their six games since Burrow has been there, you were close. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is the Point same Bengals team that was this close 12 days ago to losing to Tyler Huntley. But now because they put it on the wildly overrated Buffalo Bills that no one will acknowledge was wildly overrated, everyone thinks they're a juggernaut. They're not. 
And in their six playoff games, they've won the turnover battle 12-3. to That is not sustainable. So even if Mahomes can't be Superman, there are ways for the Chiefs to win this game decisively without Mahomes having to do all the crazy Mahomes stuff. See, I might take that olive branch. So, we'll see you're later. not offering you, you we'll see later by that? I mean, a little bit. It was enthusiastic. Yeah. Uh, here's Mahomes on getting advice from Tom Brady. Give him a call, maybe a text. Take a listen. I talked talk to Tom a little bit, and I mean, I have a good relationship with him now, and um, he, he gives me a lot of advice. Uh, yeah, seriously, he gives, me, he gives me some advice to help me. I mean, uh, why would you not want to learn from the GOAT, man? So uh, anytime anybody like that wants to give me advice, I'll, I'll take it in, and uh, it's, it's cool to see the guys that you've watched growing up your whole life uh, be able to talk to you on that type of uh, platform. That's, that's quite nice. Mm-hmm. That is nice. Brew, do you want to start here? What would it take for Mahomes to surpass Brady? I've always said five Super Bowl wins and no more than two losses. What? So what? five. Where do you come up like with that? that. No, it, it, why is that? Why is that? He has to. I, hey, it's formula. Formula. Right. Hey, coach you gets got it. That's fantastic. You, you know, seven. Nick, we nitpick when it comes to stuff like this. I don't think he has to win seven Super Bowls. Some will, of course, say that, but his numbers will dwarf Tom Can Brady. Can I just ask early, a question yeah. real quick? Because you said five Super Bowl wins and no more than two losses. Right. So if he, gets, if he gets five wins, if he gets the seven Super Bowls and wins five, right. at that point it's best for him to stop making Super Bowls? No. Like if he made four more but loses them all, it, it hurts him? Should retire. I just want to yeah, make sure. Yeah, I think it would hurt. Okay. Yeah, if he went five so, so and be, six It'd be way better to lose in like the divisional round. If he went five and six in the Super Bowl, Go that doesn't look good. Okay. And that's the thing. Yeah, this is I'm not even going to get to LeBron. It's <laughs> all of LeBron. I, I won't bring that up. Because it doesn't make sense. No, because when you have a losing record in the Super Bowl or right. the finals, it's, it's different it's always a LeBron than we have a winning record. Yeah. But five and two, all right? Mm-hmm. And I say that because, again, his individual numbers will dwarf Brady's, and he will presumably be the driving force behind every Super Bowl win, all right? At least the first five, all right? Mm-hmm. And Brady was not that. You know, obviously he was good, but it was the defense and things like that. So that's why I think with the individual numbers, five. Yeah, it would, take, it would take a miracle. It would take an absolute miracle. for Because, look, here's the difference. Is it's hard. Tom yeah. was never mobile. So as he got older and mobility left, it, it didn't matter because he was always worked in that pocket. So, so he, could, he could maintain the level of performance that he had even, even at a, a younger age where Patrick relies on significantly on his ability to generate plays outside the pocket. And as you get older and as you take more hits, that ability declines. But Mahomes was the highest-rated passer in the league this year from inside the pocket. And if they win the Super Bowl this year, forget the numbers and the eye test, which Mahomes will win both handily, just from a winning Count the Rings caveman perspective, if they win the Super Bowl this year, he's on track. He's ahead of Brady's pace. We well, showed the pace, but the, in, yeah. in an argument, but, but, but you would not be able, be able to, to say he's the goat based off of the way he plays. But what I'm, you know, right, that, and you that, wouldn't be able to say he's the goat. No, well, well, I can say whatever I want, but I would, I would not <laughs> be able to say he's the most accomplished. He is already the best player who's ever played. He's the best player who's ever played. Will is he, he the goat? Will, no. Okay. No, he's played? not. He is. Played? He is. He is 
the most talented football player we have ever seen. Now, will he play long enough to get enough jewelry and to get enough accolades to be considered the greatest player ever? We'll see. But if he wins this Super Bowl, he will have won Super Bowls 40% of his years starting, been to him 60%, and been to the Final Four 100%. All of those outpace Brady. All of yeah, them. But yeah, Brady but when you compare it to three Brady. in his first four years, and when you compare it to Brady, it's not a marathon. It's it's not a sprint. Yeah. It's a marathon. But for I Brady, mean, was also three term. in his first thirteen. So you're right. It was three in his yeah, first four, and then it was three in his first thirteen. I think that's some. You're playing fast and loose with the math. Yeah, okay. What do you mean? What do you mean? Thirteen years <laughs> into his career, he, he had three Super Bowls. Five, two, four. That's no. it. Right. No. I mean, give me some. Give me a number of rings. <laughs> Twenty-six more years. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Welcome back to a huge Friday show coming up in 11 short minutes. Well, it's the hottest segment in all of sports television. It's Upset Alert. And then, win yourself some money with Nick's picks. There's a picture of Nick, me, and a guy in a hat. <laughs> Let's take a listen to some Chiefs reverse strategy here. Trash talk. Take a listen. It's like a full 360, right? Uh, same thing. Same circumstances under Burrowhead Stadium. So, feeling good about it. Did you just say Burrowhead Stadium? Yeah, Burrowhead Stadium, right? Yeah. Take care. See y'all at Burrowhead Stadium. <laughs> I love him so much. You don't look happy. Oh, I love him so much, Coach. The old reverse bulletin board. The Chiefs have been taught well. That's what you guys would do. That's what you guys don't give them. I, I don't give them any reason to have extra motivation. Yeah, the Bengals. Are, listen, Bengals are the kings of the Big Dogs Conference. Kings of the Conference. Honor to be on the same field as them. All provide the bulletin board material. Bengals are gonna get whooped. Can't wait. <laughs> Can't wait. I don't think that was reverse psychology. What I think that was – I mean, he was showing he was angry. I think oh. he, that was trash talk. Oh, yeah. y'all calling it I Burrowhead? I definitely think that was trash talk. Yeah, exactly. That wasn't that reverse. Was reverse psychology? Yeah. I don't know. It's just paying respect to the big dogs. No, I think he's showing that he doesn't like the Absolutely. disrespect that they're being given. Like, I'm a bit scared, too. And he's going to do something about it. What do you mean? Yeah, no, you, you know, you're driving the bus around the stadium. That really <laughs> Oh, we have some pride in our stadium. We didn't just, you know, give it to some shaving company to sponsor. Like, we, you know what I mean? We, it's a pride. Yeah, Bust right, your stadium. beard. Uh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> news out of Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> ride for Gillette. You make me rock for Gillette. Uh, Dan Quinn <laughs> staying as defensive coordinator. And Mike McCarthy's job is not only safe, his tenure has reached legendary status. Take a listen. As far as my relationship with Jerry, I, you know, um, just using his word, we're, 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 in a, we're in an excellent spot. You know, he's uh, the partnership that we have, he's, he's excited about. Um, he told me a number of times this, you know, this week that he wants me to coach here as long as Coach Landry did. And I said, okay, no, no, that's, that's a long time. Okay. That seems like a lot. Wow. <laughs> that seems like a lot. Brew, is McCarthy the right guy in Dallas or address the quote? But Well, first of all, I mean, Jerry's the one that fired the legendary Tom Landry. So that, that's interesting that he brought up Tom Landry. But Mike better start winning. Because Tom Landry won two Super Bowls, went to three more. All right, so Mike better start winning. Look, I think he's the coach for them because 
He lets Jerry be Jerry, and there's no pushback whatsoever. And obviously, they got a good relationship. Jason Garrett was the coach for Dallas for a long time for the same reasons. Bill Parcells and Jimmy Johnson weren't because they didn't like the owner coming down and doing all this football stuff. So I think as long as Mike McCarthy will do that, Maybe he will last long. I, I think they're going to probably give him one more year to see how this team does. And then regardless of what he said about Landry, he could be out. Yeah, he'd be my advice. Be like, uh, can you put that in writing? <laughs> right. <laughs> the, the 25 right. years, just let's put that in the contract. Um, yeah, and maybe it's as long as he had Tom Landry. Maybe it's not as long as Tom Landry was there. But to me, this is a good situation. This is a good fit. And the most important thing is the relationship between the head coach, the GM, and the owner. And the GM and the owner are the same person, and they have a good relationship. And unless that's going to change in terms of GM slash owner, which it's not, that relationship trumps everything else. And so it's understandable why why it's fitting and... I think having Dan Quinn stay is a huge, huge. No, I think that's really good. Because it did look like Dan Quinn's going to get a head coaching job, and or at least it was in line for him, and they gave him a big raise. Reportedly, he's going to stay. Wilds, who do you think was the happiest when they heard this quote? Because it wasn't Mike McCarthy. Do you have any guesses? I'll tell you. The owner of the Giants, and the owner of the Eagles, and the owner of Washington. Guys, this is the old thing you say with coaches, and it's correct that when you're make, debating a fourth down or debating whether or not to go for two, what does my opponent hope I do? Go ahead and do the opposite. Yeah, you think, that. The, is the, NF, the other teams in the NFC East happy or sad that the Dallas Cowboys are not writing Sean Payton a blank check? That's right. I think they are happy. Are the other teams in the NFC East happy or sad that they are going to just run the Dak-McCarthy combo back for another season so they can maybe go for the trifecta of impossible ways to lose in the final seconds of a playoff game. And so the the other teams in the NFC East are very glad the Cowboys are sticking with the status quo, which means it's the wrong decision. Yeah, and I'm not, I, I'm, I, I am not out here trying to fire a bunch of coaches. Well, you kind of are. What I am <laughs> I saying mean, is... They just released like six guys, right? But, so, guys, but, I mean, but, ex- but explain that part to me, yeah, if you, if I you could. I don't understand that part either. The, we, we, this is our right guy, but he's got to fire half his staff, essentially. Or Leon Lett. Yeah, look, I, I've, never, I've never been a believer in that, and, and I didn't let go very many coaches when I was a head coach because I felt like that was a failure on my part if I got the wrong guys. And then, look, at some point you may have to transition someone out. That, that's what, but to have large-scale departures... To me, that that's when you're like keeping it's, both corners. That cosmetic, that, it that, makes it look like we're doing well, something. Well, look, someone someone's got to pay, and and that's that's how it usually works in the NFL. It doesn't mean it's right, mm. but but people want to see someone pay for for. But it's I a agree. Lack of success or, or not meeting ex, unreal, maybe even unrealistic expectations. But it's just like so you know, and some so we saw with the Colts last year, right? The failure at the end of the season against the Prince and Carson Wentz gone. You got to go. We see head coaches get cut. We see coordinators sometimes the day after a season ended. The Jets did it with Lafleur. You know what I mean? Yeah. You got to go. When we're down to the D line coach and the O line coach, it feels like. It's really just, 
almost just trying to signal to the fans we're not happy, but we're not making any systemic change. Tampa and you'd Bay love to see those changes thing. if you knew you had an upgrade. But to just fire someone for right. the sake of firing someone, not knowing who you're going to get, that just seems emotional as opposed to well Cosmetic. Cogent analysis there every day, 3 o'clock to 4.30, FS1. Uh, upset alert coming up next. And now we're going to pretend to be a groundhog. Oh, you get a little bit of both. <laughs> hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome back to a huge Friday show. What a push from the gym. Well done. It's Friday at 4 o'clock, which means it's time for the segment that is so hot, I had to write the intro with a lava pen. Now, (laughs) is the pen itself made of lava or is the ink made of lava? No one knows. It's too hot. <laughs> Starting us off is going to be Coach. Can you please give us a hot upset alert? Well, one of the things I love about being on the show is Nick's confidence and, and arrogance and enthusiasm about the Kansas City team. New Year's resolution was going to be less humble, Coach. It is, it is every day. unbelievable. It is unbelievable, except when he talks about the Cincinnati Bengals. Ooh. And that's the it, that the Cincinnati Bengals they they live in in Nick's head rent free and <laughs> and there's a there's a timidness that overtakes him whenever he thinks about the Bengals and nobody well how do I know a friend of mine was at the game oh. my buddy Ted sent me a picture so the Wait, picture we have pro- <laughs> he wanted the Buffalo Bills okay. to win so badly so that they wouldn't have to see the Cincinnati Bengals once Christina, again. Christina, did you do this? <laughs> that Nick was at the game out in front loving up not only Josh Allen but the Buffalo Bills. And look, if, if the Bengals win for what, this would be the fourth time in a row? Yeah. Yeah, so it would be a, a situation where the Bengals wouldn't be renting. They'd have the option Ooh, to buy. Bye. Oh, yep. So, so you've got the Bengals. Bengals. Okay. Can I say something Kansas about City? that very point yeah. coach made? Sure. What it is not <clears throat> true when it comes to me. I gave the Bengals respect before the regular season meeting because it was in Cincinnati, because Cincinnati was fighting for their at that point in time playoff lives. They were not even right. leading their division, and that was before we knew Lamar was, you know, gone for the season essentially. And the Chiefs hadn't lost in six weeks, and I thought maybe they could get them. All those things are true. I, this game, feel very confident. Not all Chiefs fans do. There, was a lot of, there were a lot of, of Chiefs fans that were, my friends do local radio in Kansas City. This was a big topic. Who should we be rooting for in Bills Bengals? Would you rather play, play the Bills mm. on a neutral field or the Bengals at home? I found that question insulting and ridiculous. Do you, you hear re- how he said you, it? I feel very confident. Okay. <laughs> I, feel, I feel very Okay. You know what? Yeah, he, yeah. he done you know protested. Coach, so coach, coach, I got something to tell you. That invite that you had to my house to watch this game? Promote. No, I don't have enough tissues. <laughs> oh. Okay. There's wow. Some, All right. I, I like it. This is. I have to stop at Costco. This is like a moment it. of truth. This bro. is a moment of truth. All right, I will admit, I have doubted them all season, okay? I have betrayed my roots as a young boy growing up in Cincinnati, Ohio. This is But now I have learned my lesson. Unbelievable. So I have two words to say to Nick Wright. Who they? Oh, 
is that? Now that's base. <laughs> when you say when you make a pick, that's how you do it. Who day? Yes, wow. I'm picking the Bengals. I'm picking is this. The, don't let me down. The only the only fear I have, the only trepidation, <laughs> the only hesitation yeah. I have, and coach, maybe you'll understand this. When you've beaten another elite team that's this close, and you've beaten them three straight times, I do wonder can they beat them a fourth? But okay. I am going with the Houday Nation, the Bengals, ten toes down, chest out, and, and base. Can, can, oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Can I make a request? Well done. Well done. Oh, Thank for you, over Chris. the weekend, yeah, Dusty and Josh are wonderful producers that also do research for us. Mm-hmm. Is this the first time ever? Someone has picked a team to go to the Super Bowl within the same go. year of writing them off go. of making the playoffs. Here we go. Hey, I'm just curious. I'm just curious. Exactly. It's about analysis. It's about weighing the, the ups and downs but no, of the season. Wait a it's a marathon, no, not a Listen, this is championship weekend Friday show. We are, we're going to dive into some things for a moment. How can you believe the Bengals are good enough to go into Arrowhead and win when – a week ago today, you didn't believe they were good enough to go into Buffalo and win. Because the Bills, I thought, were better than they showed. Okay. Cool. That, I mean, I looked at the I'm, game. I was. You bro. weren't the only one grinding the all 22. No, yeah, we're at Bull Josh. Yeah, bro, I believe. Buffalo just didn't show I'm up. I'm disappointed in you, man. You thought you you were 100 percent sure I was going. I was. The a, I was 98 really? percent sure. Of course, because I thought you wanted to be right about something. Right, we'll see. Hey, I mean, we will see. Wild. Save the segment. Now it is time for the pucks. Puxatani Phil of the upset alert to make his upset prediction. Coach, you know why they call me the Puxatani Phil of football. Is it because I'm covered with fur and live in a log? No, it's not. No. No. It's because I can predict the future. And I'm going with a massive, massive upset. The biggest spread's two and a half points. Air Force Falcons <laughs> getting 12 and a half points in Albuquerque tonight. But Wilds, <laughs> that San Jose State loss was rough. Granted, but you know I believe in big bounce back games and the Falcons' ability to defend the three. Mixed with a little bit of old school Princeton offense should match up well. Take Air Force what to are cover. You doing? Maybe an outright win. Doing? Let's go Falcons! <laughs> what upset are you alert. doing? That's my upset alert. What are you trying to? Is this your? I did it. They are nailed it. That's what everybody wants. Is this your attempt to try to make sure we continue upset alert? Well, ball season. You're picking small college basketball. I'm in a bit of the quagmire, to be 100 percent honest with you, because unfortunately, Mm -hmm. when I came out of my log this morning for my morning cappuccino, Mm -hmm. I only saw favorites winning. So you've got the Chiefs. I, well, I wanted the olive branch, and you refused to give it to me. I have got the Chiefs, and I will spin it forward. I was looking for a Chiefs upset. Oh, and you Patrick Mahomes, I think, is going to do better. against the Niners. Sorry. Sorry. You I picked can, against the Niners I can, every week. I, yeah. I, okay. I got to stick. I got to stick. <laughs> okay. So my only upset that I actually have, besides the Falcons, is uh, Patrick Mahomes. People don't believe in him. I'm taking the over on 282 yards because I think it's going to be a a shootout. Now, maybe that's a little bit of wishful thinking. Maybe it's a bit of Stockholm syndrome from three years of working (laughs) with Nick. Either way, I think Mahomes has a big game from the pocket. Yeah, I I 100% agree with that. I think for whatever, just for the record, his over-under, his total for projected passing yards against the Prince was like 322. So it's dropped 40 yards, in part because of the competition, I'm sure, but also in large part because of the ankle. I I think that if the Bengals win this game, 
I do not believe it's going to be because Mahomes plays poorly. If they win this game, it's going to be because, like against Buffalo, their offensive line is going to be able to hold up, and the offense is highly efficient. So I, I think Wilds, you can win that bet even if the Chiefs lose. What I think that Falcons uh, you're talking about there. I'm no, not the Air Force Falcons. I, look, I don't think it's going to be a function of him playing poorly, but will he right. be able to play as great as he usually does? Well, no, he that's won't. Right, just, as great as he usually does, and he usually hasn't. He's never hit 282 uh, uh, in the last three games against. Yeah, the but he averages 300 yards per game in the playoffs. As great as he usually does is 300 plus yards. I'm not worried about the. You know what? I mean, that's what they're playing. They're not playing all the other teams. They usually time for Knicks pick. We've been spending money all year. Here we go. This past week, we were 2-2, two and two, but we honestly should have been 3-1. and one. That, that backdoor cover by the Jags really grinded my gears, but that's fine. Nine <laughs> games above 500 for the season, two games above 500 for the playoffs. The only real bad pick we've had all this past round was the Giants. I should have never believed in Daniel Jones could cover eight points at home. Give me or On the road, give me a break. This week, Niners getting two and a half. They're going to win outright, and they're going to cover. Here's the deal, America. Why is this line not Philly by three? They're at home. They are the healthier team. Christian McCaffrey's been on the injury report all week. They obviously have an, an, an advantage, pardon me, in the biggest position of the game, the quarterback spot. So why are they getting less than a field goal? It's almost like Vegas is daring you to bet the Eagles. Like, oh, just do it. Oh, they got to win by three against a rookie quarterback in the link, in that cauldron. The Niners have the best defense in the league. They have the best skill position guys in the league. They have the best coach in the conference. And they and Brock Purdy is going to continue to do what he has done, which is give them the best playoff quarterbacking they've had by anyone since Colin Kaepernick. He doesn't have to play great for them to win. I also think J- Nicky Bosa can give hell to Jalen Hurts and... Coach said it earlier, but he said it in a very nice way. He thinks the Niners are going to hit the hell out of Jalen Hurts when he does and doesn't have the ball, and I think he's probably right. I think it's maybe it's kind of uncouth, but it's sound strategy. Niners plus two and a half. Well, that's sound strategy for that game. Don't you even think about doing that to Patrick's ankle in the next game, Cincinnati. <laughs> Chiefs, listen, they, you, you take them at plus two and a half, plus one, minus one and a half, doesn't matter. I'm telling you right now, the alternate line, minus six and a half, get two, plus 200, that's a juicy bet as well. The Chiefs were en route to blowing this team out in this very round, in this very stadium, one a year ago. Mahomes then short-circuited. It will not happen again. Furthermore, we have some breaking news that could move the line, so bet it now at one and a half. Patrick Mahomes' personal trainer, Bobby Stroop, I don't know if he's supposed to do this. I'm not sure. We can ask Dak Prescott about the HIPAA rules. He showed us Mahomes' x-ray. Oh, my goodness. He's got that dog in him, y'all. He's coming for you. All of that, plus Cincinnati's offensive line issues, America. This is the first and only time in your life you're going to be able to get the Chiefs laying less than a field goal at home in the playoffs. Even when Mahomes' first year starting, they were playing Brady and Belichick. They were three-point favorites. The Bills, five days ago, were six-point favorites at home against this Bengals team. The Chiefs now only point and a half. The disrespect ends at Arrowhead Stadium around 9.15 p.m. Eastern time on Sunday evening. That's a 2-0 weekend. Let's go. Excellent job. Coming up after the break, 
who got snubbed for All-Star. Chris Broussard, our official voter, weighs in. Next, First Things First. How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. 2023 NBA All-Star Starters announced. In the East, Giannis, Tatum, KD, Kyrie, and Donovan. Shout out to Donovan. No Embiid. Starting in the West, LeBron, Luka, Steph, the Joker, and Zion Brew, who only played 29 games. This was different than your official ballot that you unveiled yesterday. Are you okay with how it ended up? Before well, Brew gives his answer, can I say something? Yeah. Brew's ballot was better. Flatly. Brew's ballot, his 10 guys, was flatly better, more fair, and more representative of the season than the one we actually got. Well, Go because, look, and this is, this is not new. It's been the history of All-Star Games. I knew with the fans having 50% of the vote, media 25, players 25%. I knew it would be a popularity contest. The players are historically bad at voting, yeah. right? They've shown us that. You saw Chet got four player votes. Yeah, yeah. 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 Too low. I mean, really, it, it's <laughs> unbelievable. All right, but I knew with the fans it would be a popularity sure. contest. And you see that's exactly what it is. Steph, Zion, Kyrie. Kyrie. And, and, look, I don't have a problem with those. Other than Zion, who's only played 29 games, and even him I can stomach. because I don't. They all should be all-stars. Mm-hmm. They all should be all-stars. If they start or come off the bench, fine. So I, I'm fine with it, but I, I purposely, Nick, set out to vote based on this season. And I took games played into consideration. And Tyrese Halliburton, I, I don't think he's better necessarily than Kyrie, but he's having a better season right now. Kyrie's having a good season, too. I know you're down on him. Look, James Harden, you can argue, could have been a starter. Jalen Brown, obviously. And like I said, Tyrese Halliburton. But Kyrie is, Nick, the second highest scoring guard in the Eastern, in the Eastern Conference. True. Okay, averaging 27 games. And he is seventh among guards in defensive plus so, minus. All the other guards ahead of him are role players. We're showing so right now playing, Bruce He's playing ballot. well. Yeah. And so, the, you know, the, I would, so there's Bruce Ballot, and we can show you in a moment the official one that actually happened. So a few things stood out to me. One is, and I know, you know, even as he's approaching Kareem's record, it's, it's I don't know, it's cliche or it's just not something people do, which is, you know, give credit to LeBron in a moment like this. He ties Kareem for the most all-star games, but none of them have been Lifetime Achievement Awards. None of them have been, ah, we got to put him in because it's LeBron. Every single All-Star game he has made, it would have been unfathomable given his level of play up to that point in the season for him not to make it. The only one that would have been questionable was his first year with the Lakers when he tore his groin on Christmas. But as you can see, they do this shortly after Christmas. So it's legitimate. That's the first point. Second point is, Daryl Morey's furious. He went on the radio today and talked about how the voters in Boston, the shameless media, cost Embiid. (laughs) Embiid keeps getting hosed in both directions. So all NBA doesn't do front court, back court. They do a center, two forwards, two guards. So it has screwed him out of first-team all-NBA 
in multiple because years because of Jokic. at multiple positions. Right. Well, and because people, because he's a center. Now, you could put him in as a forward, though. But most people team. won't because so he's not a center. Games. So on all NBA, when it's the whole league, and Jokic, a lot of people feel has been better, Jokic gets it. But then on All-Star, when it's guards versus forwards, it, it, all front court, now we have a log jam because Durant's been unbelievable. Giannis has been Giannis. Tatum's been great, and Embiid's been unbelievable, so Embiid gets snubbed. I would have personally, would have been really hard, but I think Tatum would be the odd man out. But the Kyrie thing is outrageous. It's, it's fine that it's a popularity contest, so be it. But for the fans to vote for it, any I, I, I want to see the results on what media voted Kyrie a starter. The, the guy almost submarined his team's entire season. We've now seen the last two weeks without Durant. They can't win games. And there are so many more deserving people, most notably Halliburton, but Jalen Brown also. It's a it's, even Harden, I think, it, has James an Harden He's absolutely has an argument. It's outrageous. But I don't for think Kyrie it's outrageous. To, I think all Kyrie, Nick, he's twenty-seven points a game, five assists, five rebounds, shooting efficiently, and he's playing good defense for a team that, when they were whole, was. Uh, darn near about to be first in the in the conference as a seed. And then, but if you are an all-star starter, if you in, in a in what people I think right now feel is the tougher conference, it, 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 you should be able to keep your team afloat when Kevin Durant's not there. How's LeBron doing? What? LeBron's not keeping his team afloat. A hundred percent, he is. Really? Yeah, they're twenty-one and sixteen since their two and ten start. 100% What's the overall record? The, this ain't about the last two months. Oh, it's oh, about the season. Right? They're around. Damian Lillard's not keeping his they're, team afloat. Hold on, they're not. Hold on a second. I mean, in the they hunt? are keeping them afloat. My point is, they're, afloat they're, is in the hunt. Wait, they're two and six when KD went out, and they and they were terrible when Kyrie had to leave the team because he's because uh, so there have been two times this season. That once Kyrie's not there and they're awful. The other, Kyrie's asked to lead the team and they're awful. To me, that is not an all-star but starter. I, could, I just pointed out, the Lakers aren't playing. I mean, they're, they're playing better now. They're not winning 25% they, of their games. LeBron is better than Kyrie. We get that. But he has, they're not even a playoff team right now without AD. Okay. And Damian Lillard is the same thing. Damian's so, not an all-star starter. He, he could be. He's a great player. Layup package, though. I want to see I mean, that. That's the, I mean, I they lost the game. It. It's the All-Star game. I want to see it. Uh, Monday morning headlines coming up after the break. First things first. Stay with us. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Medals time. New York and Boston, Julius Randle with a big left-handed dunk on Jason Tatum. Knicks win in overtime. Julius Randle, 37 points, but not enough to make the medal stand. Listen, Julius, I wanted to give you a medal, but I didn't want to hear from that quadrant of the table for not including Kyrie's empty calories of 40 points. So give Kyrie a medal. Listen, (laughs) it's it's too much to ask him to win a home game against the Pistons, but 40 points, and oh my God, the bag was on full display. It was. And a win. 
Listen, I, I advocated for Julius Randle. I was overruled. Silver medal. Oh, my <laughs> There's no committee. Spencer Dinwiddie. Luka goes out with injury. Spencer Dinwiddie then carries the Mavs to a win over the yeah, terrible Spurs. 36-6-9 for Dinwiddie. Or the Suns, no, pardon the Suns. me. The Spurs is this one a good win. by Ooh. Paul George. They won by almost 40 over the terrible Spurs. Pardon me. Paul George, I think it's his first gold medal of the year. He's 35 right. points. And by the Clippers, keep an eye on him with the way Kawhi's been playing the last right. couple weeks. There's the medal stand from last night. Very NBA. well. It's time now for the only time in the week where we lift our stringent ban on puns. Future things first. Brew, take it away. All right, guys. Get ready for this. You know I picked the Eagles to win, so here we go. Okay. Philly Flurry. (laughs) All right, you knew that Flurry was making a return showing. That's it, Philly Flurry, Jalen Hurts, Niners. Get it? I I get it. I don't don't get get it. it. I don't get it. Jalen Hurts, Niners. Oh, because his last name, and because he's like is hurting them by beating. Oh. Them. Yes, yes. Okay, that's Philly good. Flurry. That he's cool. the reason for the Philly Flurry. Listen, and, like and credit where it's due, guys. This Philly is Bruce Super Bowl pick as of ten days ago, and he is riding strong and tight with them. All right, mine involves both the games this weekend. Okay. Oh, Nick Wright makes history. Oh my oh, gosh! The an- uh, <laughs> Niners and Chiefs complete analyst prediction trifecta. <laughs> who, We've already who got would write that. Who what that up mean? in the corner? What newspaper uh, editor I, would <laughs> make the headline about? Listen, the I can't. Analyst. Listen, all I, I don't know. Front office sports. I'm not sure. Awful announcing. Oh. Somebody is going to take note of the fact that someone out there <laughs> predicted Mahomes MVP. Chiefs Super Bowl, Niners Super Bowl, and because they call that person Mr. Consistency, never wavered despite quarterback injuries and many that things. That is true. So, listen, it's, people say it's never been done. The preseason prediction trifecta. We have no data so, on that. Oh, well, no exactly. It's never been done. Wilds, go I ahead. Did it okay. four Mine years is ago. guaranteed no, to be correct. The rare, like, of trying to get both sides of the coin here. Uh huh. It is. Uh, am I getting traded or what? <laughs> if the 49ers win, he's going to be like, am I getting traded? If they lose, it's like, was that good enough? Am I still the quarterback next year? Am I going to I like that. Jeff Saturday called me yesterday? That was odd. Is he even the coach? So, Trey Lance, I believe in you. It's like the bud list. Oh, That's yeah. it for this well week. Done. We will see you with a monstrous Monday, Monday. show. Either, this guy's oh. going to be Oh, I'm going to be else. rare form. Either way. On One way or the other. We don't know. Yes. Speak is yes. up next.